Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favorite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm talking with Richard Malloy. Head of Marketing and Product in Audi Ireland. How are you doing, Richard? Hi, Ronan. I'm very good. Good to be here. Thanks for having you. Now, right now, we're going to be talking about the uh, new Audi e-tron GT. So, what technology ha- 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 is, is involved in this groundbreaking car? Yeah, so th- this week, we're, it's the launch of the new uh, Audi e-tron GT. Um, and, you know, this is, this is our new flagship car. Um, you know, we're calling this, you know, our, our, our brand shaper. I think this, this car is going to really, you know, we believe change people's perceptions of, of the Audi brand. And it's, it's, it's a statement of where we want to go in terms of design and, and technology with our, our, our future cars. So, you know, what is it? It's, it's you know, it's an e-tron Gran Turismo. Yeah. Um, so it's a fully electric car um, and it's, it's designed as a, a performance car. Um, and it's for those people who, who like and, and enjoy driving. And it's designed as a GT to, to go long distance with, with, with speed and, and with, with comfort. But also, you know, it's, it's designed for, for efficiency. And, and, you know, companies been striving now to, to really produce more and more EV cars. And this, is, this for us is like a new chapter. And this is the start of a host of, of, of the EV products coming, coming down the line over, over, over the coming years. Maybe, uh, Ron, just to give you some, some background, you know, yeah. you know we're, we're really looking at, at, we're investing you know, 12 billion euro into our new products yeah. uh, going forward. And we really want, you know, to have, you know, one in three cars uh, by 2025 to be sold, to be, to be, to be electric cars. So we have a very clear, clear strategy by 2025 and a very, very clear direction that we, we want to have more battery uh, energy vehicle products and you know Audi are part of the Volkswagen group and we, we've signed up to the Paris Climate Accord for, for 2050 and um, so, so EVs are, are, are the core part of, of the, the product uh, suite going forward. Yeah, and I guess also because of Dieselgate which has happened and it wasn't just you, other manufacturers were involved in that too but you're trying to say that we've gone past that and electric is the future. Absolutely, and this e-tron GT is 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 our, our, our statement of the future. So on the outside, it's showing a, a new new design language, um, a very attractive design language. Uh, inside, uh, it really is marrying up connectivity. Um, so really, what's very important with, with this car is how you use your phone. Yeah. So you know, with, with our electric cars, we, we want our customers to use the My Audi app, um, and lots of benefits for that because you can check your car status. Things like range, you can preheat or pre-cool your product before you can get into it. Um, and now, what's what's very important is 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 maximizing your your battery range and, and efficiency. So, for example, if you're you know you're having your your coffee or you're having your breakfast, and why you got I got travel into the, the, the world's park running. Yeah. You know, you, you put that in your mobile app. You'll you'll, you'll uh, program a destination for for example, or whatever. But also, it's very clever. It'll say, right, well, you'll have to charge at a certain point on, on the way down. And it will direct you to commit to Ayashi, which is one of your fast charging sites. 
and the sat nav will build in well it'll take 25 minutes for fast charging in ionity and it'll build that time into it so really connectivity between your phone and the car is 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 really really important uh, going forward with, with electric vehicles and i guess it would also tell you for example if you're going in the road and you notice there's road work sort of checkpoints along the road it will give you an alternative route so you can get there faster yeah, absolutely. So it's it's there's, there's predictive efficiency. So it'll 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 work out the most efficient way of getting there. And like that, it'll send you on on any detour as well if, if there's traffic or or if there's, if there's road works. Another another really important feature. So obviously this is this is battery electric vehicle, um, and and we want to keep the performance of the of the battery optimum optimum at all times. One of the important things is when the sat nav knows right where we're going from, from say Dublin to 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 Insale, and we have to stop for for a fast charging. What it'll do is it'll actually prime the battery to cool down to the right temperature. So when you arrive at your fast charging DC station, when you put in the charge, that the battery will be the right temperature to take in the maximum charge as quickly as possible, so you can get back on the road as quickly as possible to get your destination. Really, really clever interface between your Starting out the software and the battery technology, so, so to, to ensure maximum convenience. And hopefully, when you get a charging point, there's going to be a place where you can go and get a coffee. Because, like, when you go and get petrol at times, you might stop off and get some tea to have a coffee. And I presume you'll get that as well with these charging points. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the fast charging network is called, for us, it's called Ionity. So, yeah. Ionity is a joint, joint venture uh, across Europe. And there's, um, there's Audi, Volkswagen, Ford Company, uh, BMW, Daimler. And what they want to do is on major motorway routes right across Europe, um, they want to make sure that you do fast charging connectivity there. So when you arrive in, they, they are, so we've partnered with Circle K, uh, sorry, I honestly have partnered with Circle K here in, yeah. in, in Ireland. There's six sites, and there's, there's uh, I think, 32 charging, charging points. Um, and so you have all the conveniences of the large Circle K carriages. But the one thing we're seeing, and, and you know, we've, we've had electric cars now for the last two and a half years, but we're seeing that the charging times reduce, the fast charging times reduce. So with this car, with the e-tron GT, you know, you're looking at, to, to charge it, it's 270 kilowatts, yeah. uh, and to charge it from 5% to 80% will take about 22 and a half minutes. Yeah. So, so really, really, you're, you're waiting around in, 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 in Ionity stations is getting less and less as, as the technology progresses. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of when you get a smartphone now, you can do a quick charge in half an hour. But a bit like that. And to me, it's the fact because you can do all that and get it done and get on the road. And I mean, you're not hanging around waiting for hours like you would with old electric cars. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. The car is designed, though, you know, you know, 85% of the time minimum, you'll be charging at home. It's yeah. redesigned. You charge at home when you charge at work. And it's when you're on a long journey, then that's when you use the, the, the high power DC charging. It's like my own. Yeah, because in the past, when you've seen electric cars, they weren't sexy until. Until Tesla came along, and then you got the BMW i8. Until then, there were seats like boxy milk carts. And now they've now they've got interesting. When you see an electric car, you can't tell if the car is electric or or, or diesel or uh, petrol because they all look the same now. Yeah, well, I mean, this this car, the e-tron GT, was was designed to be a performance Audi. It wasn't designed to be an electric car. When you get in that car. You know, the, the interior is, is very like, if you're used to driving an Audi, it's very Audi, switch gear is. Yeah. Well, how it drives and how it feels is very like, right, you know, you can feel, it's not a huge jump coming out of an internal combustion engine. Um, obviously, you have the advantages of, obviously, the, the efficiency and, and zero emissions. 
um, and the performance. I mean, the obviously it's instant torque from, from such a such a BEV and the thrust and acceleration is, is absolutely evidence for us. Yeah, and also I'm guessing that because of the engine isn't is that because less road noise as well. Yeah, there's there's there's, there's absolutely there's less less road noise on it. Um, but, but one of the, the, the things that the engineers looked at is they still wanted to create an emotional connection for the driver because yeah. it's a performance performance car of their own. So what they've done is they've actually done uh, what's called Audi e sound. Yeah, uh, really really clever. And unfortunately, I can't show you today because we're we're, we're Chatting here over Zoom, but yeah. it's done is they've spent uh, sound engineer spent 18 months doing it. Where he wants it to create sounds that when you're accelerating or when you're slowing down, that it would it would give you a feeling of maybe it is a, a combustion engine and give you a bit more of an emotional connection with, with the car. And this this e sound is incredible. So they've created like these 30 sound files. Yeah. And they use an algorithm. And it's 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 detecting how the motor's been used yeah. and how the accelerator's been used, and then it'll 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 provide you with the correct sound for that if you're going forward accelerating or if you're if you're decelerating. And you can hear it not just inside as a driver and occupant, but you can hear it outside as a pedestrian. You will hear a kind of a, a rumble off off the car, and it gives it a kind of emotional sporty appeal. Because yeah, at times well, in the olden days, when you were, when you when you had an old fashioned an old fast GT. The biggest thing was hearing the V8 to V12 engine rumble, and that was what made you happy. And if you can hear that now on these cars, rather than just hear some silence, it's, it's even better. Yeah, and I was lucky enough to join the car a few days ago. It puts a smile on your face, and it does create a, 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 a emotional connection I haven't experienced before with, with any other EVs. It's, it's a really, it's a very, very neat niche piece of technology that they've done there. And uh, I guess basically that. Uh, this car basically is going to be some game changer for you guys. But how do you differentiate your car from other competitors? What's the, what's the main selling point? Your, your unique USP. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna appeal to a broad cross section. I think you know it's our flagship, so it's it's there at the, the top end of our, our, our cars. I think it's gonna appeal to a lot of our, our drivers, heavy drivers, yeah. A six, A seven, A eights, Q 7s and Q eights. But I also think, as I said earlier, it's gonna change perception from people nominating. Because the design and technology packaged together is yeah. is, is, is really stunning. Um, we have a lot of we have a lot of competitors out there, um, and our traditional you know, uh, premium competitors. We have a lot of new entrants on the blocks, the likes of Tesla, as you mentioned, and we have other brands coming out to market with EVs. I think this is our statement of you know if you want a beautiful looking car with the latest technology, uh, which is beautiful to drive, but gives you the efficiency of a BEV. This, this, this is the car, car for you, and there's no compromise here. You, you have the range, you have the power, you have the space inside, you have the design. And it's not going to be a huge leap for you getting out of a petrol diesel car into, into this car. You know, for me, looking at this, when you're selling some electric car, if you're selling it from a brand who's always done combustion engines, it could be an easier sell because people know who the brand is, and also your legacy obviously is, is Quattro, and you've got a new version of Quattro when you new cars. Well, I think it's called E Quattro, which is something else as well. Yeah, as you said, our, our, our legacy is Quattro ever since that, that famous rally car the first time we've seen in the 80s. So Quattro is standard in this car, four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive Quattro is part of the DNA. So this has e-Quattro, as you said. So it's, it's software-driven Quattro, and it's 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 the fastest Quattro system we've ever had. It acts in, in the thousands of a second to send power to, to whatever wheel is, is needed for the slip. So it's... E-Quattro with torque vectoring standard in the e-tron, e-tron GGD. 
really that like they can deliver 100% of power to the rear wheels, 100% of power to the front wheels. But generally, it's all all four wheels are, are being, being driven at the same time, and then the torque vector sends power to where, to where you need it. And what it does is driving the car, you know, um, be it on a twisty bit or, or a motorway, it gives you just supreme confidence. The car feels planted, feels secure in the ground, uh, and it helps you just just you know cover those those miles and kilometers with. Yeah, and I'm assuming that when you're going on, on the journey, the car knows you're, where you're going. You can probably detect where the road is going to need more power and, or less power. So you can then decide which wheels are getting. Like, if, for example, it notes there's snow on the roads or you're going through a mountainy area, it then knows where to put the power without you doing anything. Absolutely. Uh, it actually does. And also, you as, as a driver, you can configure the car as well. And um, it's true. You can configure it to efficiency where the whole car where the, where the car is 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 programmed for maximum efficiency and maximum range you've got comfort which is kind of in between or you've got dynamic where the car is is primed and the car system is primed for performance fast fast driving. and you can optimize that car so you can optimize the e sound we're talking about whether you have the sound or not you can optimize the throttle response and the uh, quattro setup yeah, I guess it's like when you get a sports car now and you got different settings like sport mode, racetrack mode and all that. It's probably very similar to that. And where do you, where do you see the future version of this car going or, or will it become like, to tackle that will trickle down into other cars in the ID range as well? Yeah, we, we, we see that. When we, when we create a flagship like this, you see it, you see it trickle down. And so obviously the... the, the the fast charging technology of, of 270 kilowatts that'll trickle down into, into more and more serious cars I'm pretty sure over, over, over the coming years um, but even things like the software the software used for the motors um, you know, the motors have actually have, have two gears and one gear is for efficiency gear two and gear one is for, is for launch control and acceleration so you can see how they optimized the motors for, for battery electric driving that I'm sure will trickle down with things like uh, you know uh, matrix beam laser lights, which you can get on this car, yeah. that will trickle down into more more series series production cars. Also, we're introducing on a lot more uh, you know carbon elements. So, for example, for the first time ever, you can get like a, a carbon roof on, on the car as, a, as an option. And that obviously saves saves weight, yeah. but you can see we're, we're using now uh, carbon as part of our production process. So you imagine that that will trickle down through through the cars in the future. Because yeah, uh, when you got something like carbon that stays away, that means basically the car is going to be going to be as heavy to drive, so it means that the uh, it uses less power because of that, less weight. Yeah, yeah, and then I can weight savings like carbon, carbon do 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 absolutely up there. So and, and as I said, this this is the start of of, of the journey, and um, you know on the fourteenth of April we have our next battery electric vehicle, the Q four. It's like a mid-size SUV yeah global launch of that is, is on, on, on the 14th and then we you know some other other cars will be revealed uh, in, in April as well so as I said earlier it started a new chapter for us and people will see how we're, we're progressing with our, with our uh, EV rollout yeah and you were saying you had a, you had a 488 kilometer uh, distance before us to be recharged which to me is good because if you have only one because six charging points in Ireland you need a longer distance between charging. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So the car, the car is delivering uh, four hundred and seventy-nine range. That's that's WLTP measured measured range. Yeah. 
Um, so it is, it, you know, you, at, when you're getting up to that like 450, 500 plus, like range anxiety is, 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 is not really in question because, you know, the majority of your, of your, of your daily uh, uh, driving is at less than 50 kilometers. Yeah. So, but then it is a GTA, as we said, so it's designed to go to, to go from point A to B with comfort and, and speed. Um, so yeah, you can. It'll, it'll help you. You know, first uh, argument pretty, pretty quickly. You have Ionity, and then obviously there's other. You know, ESP for example, will have. Uh, they have fast charging points. We know they're upgrading their, their charging points as well. So you do have a selection of, of, of other suppliers, not just Ionity across across Ireland. Yeah, because I can imagine like years ago when you had a mobile phone, you were how long how long will your phone last? When it gets a certain level, you're back to the same with when you left your car years ago. Oh, I've got twenty percent left. How long will it last? And at least now that isn't an issue anymore because you got fast charging. And as you said, you're not got the ESP involved. You can use their charging points too, which is which to me is very good as well. Absolutely, and and, and the sat nav system, by the way, knows where all all the fast charging points. So say you're not near Ionity, yeah. But say it, it sees that well, you've fifty kilometers left. It'll 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 re- give you a re guidance on whatever route you're on to say, look, you need to stop in thirty kilometers at, at uh, this ESB charging point to get to get a charge. So SatNav is, is always looking at, at, at where we are with range, or what are the solutions to get you charged up where, where you are in Ireland. Or could it maybe tell you to slow down your speed to prolong the battery range while you get to where you're going? Yeah, it'll give you. Well, it it, it has predictive uh, efficiency, and it, it it will tell you the sort of speeds uh, to to go to to maximize the, the yeah. range of the car. Yeah, because to me that's important because I know that still you can still in the back of your mind thinking, will I get there? Will I get there? It's like when you when you're in your car and you got you're getting you're near the red red light for petrol. We think can I do it? Can I make it? And if I go slower. Well, we'll be using less petrol. We'll be using less power. But I presume he said that's all taken into account as well. Do you know, Ryan? Like we're we're going through like it's, it's a real transition, it's a transformative period for the automotive industry, and the whole industry is tra- is, is is moving towards towards um, you know electric driving and also autonomous driving. But here and now, like we say to our customers, you know, you know, our our, our sales teams and our in our, our dealerships say, look. What's your lifestyle? What you know? If you're doing, if you're living somewhere very remote and you're doing, doing huge mileage, you, you would have to say, "Well, is an electric car for me? And maybe I am. I am better sticking with a a petrol or diesel car. Doing big mileage and it's my lifestyle." We also have, you know, just, just, we've seven plug-in hybrid models now yeah. across our, our line. And that's kind of a, obviously the halfway house gives you convenience of okay, it's 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 smaller range, it's smaller batteries in it, but. You do have then your, your petrol engine there, so you can go between the two. So there are solutions, but I think everyone's got to look at, well, that's my lifestyle, and does an EV suit, suit my, my, my everyday driving needs? And also, I guess the best thing is, because it's not a combustion engine, there's less, there's less need for uh, servicing. Yeah, abs- absolutely. There's, like, I mean, there's less, there's less, less moving, moving parts, parts in it. Um, so we would offer, I mean, we do offer a, a, a service plan when, when, you, when you buy the car. We do want want the car see the car and um, every two years to make sure everything is working, working yeah. optimally but yes you do have less less moving parts so it puts help in service and also because it's all computerized you want to do do an update to the car and bring a new version of, of the software or the motor all you just do is do a download on the car itself 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, dealer, dealers, you know, dealers flash software updates all the time when they're reading, when they're, when they're servicing uh, um, both engine cars. There's still a lot of software in those cars. We do yeah. do uh, uh, flashes on the car. Yeah, because I can imagine in the future when you when you buy like a car or buy some technology, you you're buying basically the body over the camber, you buy a camber body, whatever, and then every so often they just do an update on the software itself to make the car better, but it's still the same car. So that's yeah. Longer. Well, I mean, it, it's it's you, you know, software is 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 will be the new battleground. The new battleground for all all car manufacturers now. And uh, really, really, you know, you can see that Audi are looking at Audi a new 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 product. Sorry, new project project coming out called the Archimedes project, and that is looking at well, how how are we developing and designing and engineering engineering cars for the future? Yeah. So that means highly you know, the platform of the car. What does the platform of the car look like for for electric vehicles? What is what is the interior going to look like? Especially with more and more autonomous driving coming yeah. coming over. What do we need inside the car? And outside, what's the expectation of, of, of design designs of cars? So, you know, Audi really are looking at, at all new ways of, of developing and engineering and also producing cars um, over the next few decades. And they started that with this with this project here. Well, I can see in the future at the Volkswagen Group that you're all going to probably have the, the uh, same the same platform as chassis, but how your car looks to be different because you might have a more sport-looking version for Porsche or Audi, and then for Volkswagen, you'll have more family-oriented cars. Yeah, we already do, you know, uh, platform platform sharing. Yeah. Um, and, and the e-tron GT is a shared platform with, with, with Porsche. Um, the new Q4 coming out will be uh, on, on our what we call an MEB pl- platform as well, which is used across across the group. But really, then is is it's down to you know the engineers looking well. How is, it, how is the car calibrated to drive? Does it feel like an Audi? Is it sporty? Is it efficient? Yeah. You know, we're looking at the needs of the customer for that that singular car. Does the car like inside the design, the fit and finish, and does it feel like, a, like an Audi or whatever the brand is? So that's, that's where they're really looking at it, and then. What's the software used? So back to activity and how's the software interacting with your, your mobile phone and how's the car interacting with the world around it? So that's, that's where they're really looking at the cars. Yeah, and I guess one more thing, how much is the car is going to cost? Because I know obviously they aren't going to be that cheap. Well, it's our flagship, it's our flagship car and a real statement of our latest technology. The car itself is uh, it's starting at €102,000. Demand has been really, really good for us. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, dealers are only receiving their first cars this this weekend. Actually, we've had customers come in. We've customers who just seen the car online and watch content online, and they've 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 put money down because they want to be get a, a production slot for delivery this year. So we're we're all really thrilled with the initial reaction to the car and the initial demand for the car. Um, and yeah, it, it bodes really well for for the coming weeks and months with with each one GT. So I can imagine in the future it'll be it, it's basically the, uh, obviously uh, uh, that model price will stay, but as you as you bring technology into other, other models, they won't be it will be more affordable. Like if you want to get a, a smaller version of that sports car, for example, that will come out and it won't be the same high price. Well, absolutely. So I mean the the, the Q4 e-tron, which will be unveiled um, next week on the 14th of April. I mean that that that's a you know. A, Family mid-size SUV, and that'll be that'll be priced reasonably where where family uh, uh, SUV should. So absolutely, this this is the, the GT is the range topper. But yes, we're having more and more electric vehicles throughout the range. Absolutely. So in the future, if you have a new Audi TT, it'll be kind of uh, 
electric and have some technology and be at a, be at a good price point as well. Yeah, who knows? I'm dying to see what, what uh, Electric Vision and TT is. I haven't seen it myself, but I'd be, I'd be intrigued to see what, what the, the engineers and designers come up with it. Yeah, because I think right now uh, electric has, has become the, uh, the new diesel, and everyone's clamoring to get an electric car. And one thing we do know is that electric cars, there's less contamination and less pollution. And also it means uh, you can have a nice, safe, quieter ride as well. Yeah, at the moment, Ronald, we have we have a, a, the e-tron SUV yeah. in the sport back, and that's been out for the last two years. That's fully fully electric, um, and that's been a great success for us. The large large SUV, um, and the reaction to that car has has been fantastic. And like that, people are, are choosing that to have to have you know efficiency and, and the quietness and, and, and things you expect and want out of an electric vehicle. Um, and it's doing doing very well for us here in Ireland. I mean, yeah, and, and as a success story. Etron, you know, across across Europe has been has been um, it's number one in, in its segment, and in Norway even, which is obviously one of the leading markets for EV cars, Etron is, is the number one selling car in the entire market. So it's been a huge success for for Audi here and, and across Europe. I guess mainly because you've nobody else really doing a car that range as you guys at the moment. Well, you got maybe Tesla, but it wouldn't be as high end as you guys, which helps for you. Yeah, I think I think the I, I think the e-tron the, the, the size of it the, again the fit and finish of, of it and how it drives it just seems it seems to really resonate with with, with our our buyers across Europe that's that's quite led to its success yeah yeah and I think people are going to be looking at you guys and trying to copy and ape what you've done in when they do electric cars in that segment like Mercedes like Audi like BMW like BMW got the i8 but when they try and do something else with other cars they're going to be trying to ape that as well. Competition for for EVs is, is, is heating up in premium, premium segments, and that's why you know you know we're really happy with what we're coming out with now in terms of the GT and, and soon the GT for e-tron. We have really, really, really compelling package in terms of the, the, the battery technology, the range of how it drives and how it looks. Because you know it's going to be first first competition, like always yeah. in, in the in the in the market for it. So I think we're 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 well placed in the premium segments to to. Uh, very attractive customers. I think mainly because you've got in there first that gives you an advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Etron GT is is uh, you know there's, there's very few competitors for us. Like that gives us an advantage. And in, in for for the Q4 coming later this year, we'll be I think we're the first yeah for mid-size uh, electric SUV in, in, in the premium. So that will give us some first mover advantage. But as I said, you know you know the competition is fierce. So you know we have to be very to, to, to you know be competitive in the space. Yeah, and I'm sure that uh, as 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 uh, time goes on, you're going you're going to be seen as like you were with the, with the Eddie Quattro as the innovator of this, as as, as doing that, and then uh, that's going to be your new legacy. I hope so. I really hope so. You know, innovations in, in the Audi DNA. I mean, you know, horse one first technique is is our is our yeah. monitor. Yeah, we like to. I mean, you know, ID is a very proud engineering com company that has been for all, all, all the decades. And really, I think Etron GT is is, is is such a a positive symbol of, of what's to come in the next five ten years from ID. Yeah, and I, I just I, I I've got a funny feeling uh, that you guys are going to go from strength to strength. Yeah. 
fingers crossed. Well, we, we've got some, we've got some, you know, we've, we've got some ambitious, uh, uh, you know, sales plans with, with, with our, our new cars as always. You know, we'd like to be successful in, in the market. And I think the product is, is, is testament for that. And, and e-tron has proved it, the e-tron SUV. And also our plugins are going from strength to strength. So people are looking at a lot more of our, our plugins. You can see, see uh, uh, that volume growing month and month as well. And that's because because we're getting a lot more uh, duck, uh, power stations or, or charge stations have been built in Ireland and been available. There's going to be a more, more of a growth in, in these cars. Yeah, but I do. I do think there's a bit of. I think. I think there's a bit of work still to be done in Ireland in terms of the, the charging uh, infrastructure. We, we, we do. I mean, I think you know, ESB are, are are investing heavily, and they are changing their their, their infrastructure to have more high charging. And my Irish network is there, but I mean, there's, 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 I think there's still a lot of, a lot of work to be done because you know, at the moment, if you're living in an apartment, can you can you place a home charger in, in, a, in a shared Parking, you know, it's not always possible. Or what about if you don't you don't have off street parking? So you've on street parking, you know. What other charging solutions there are provided by by the council? So can you charge through through solar panel lamp posts? And you know, there's there's more and more extra cars coming coming at us month and month and year and year. We, we, we need to have the right solutions for for, for, for customers. Which they yeah, I think need. by the end of that case, the end of decade, that won't be an issue anymore. That'll be solved. But right now, we're still at the early stage of getting this done. And as more and more cars like yours come on stream, it's going to force us to basically answer these questions. How do we go? Make sure if we're in a pop block like I live in one, and my car space is in the basement, how do I get my car charged? Or if you live enough, you have lots of parking, how do you charge your car? That kind of stuff. And how do you get more ports available? If you're middle of nowhere, like in the Baron, for example, or somewhere in Donegal, how do you make sure the charging points there? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, interesting to see what, what what they what they come up with in the coming years. I think it's going to be. I, I think what they're going to come up with is going to surprise us in a, in a good way. That we're, we're going to be shocked at how many charging points there are. There's going to be so many. We end of the decade. We're not sure. Basically, we're spoke for choice. Hopefully. Ah, uh, yeah. I think we will be, and even even like home charging solutions are, are getting better as well. And you know, I think you know, inductive charging as well. So. You have a place in, on your on your driveway or in your carport or in your garage, and you know that. So instead of actually physically plug it in, you know, inductively you can you can charge the car. So there are solutions that are reluctant to ask you by suppliers as well at the moment. So you know you will see more and more solutions. In the coming years. And I guess we're also the government bringing more grants so that you, it's easier for you to get a a, a charging port at your house. That will help as well. Well, there's grants there at the moment with SEAI. Yeah. Um, so you got six hundred euro off your, your your home charging installation, which I think is, is, is excellent, and um, to try and encourage people to, to install their home chargers. Yeah, well, and that night, Richard, I'll say thanks so much for that great conversation, and good luck with, with the new car. And I look forward to seeing future <laughs> iterations. I'm looking forward to seeing some of these beautiful cars driving around the road soon, so I can get a look one up close. Super, Ron. Thanks. Thanks for your time. Good. Thanks. Great to talk to you. No, thanks, Richard. It was great, thanks. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. 
on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash irishtechnews.ie and on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at irishtechnews.